Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. This is non-turbo week, non-turbo edition of Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. And non-turbo week is a week of that audio experience that is what happens when turbo week gets cancelled. It's non-turbo week. Non-turbo week. Uh, uh, turbo week got cancelled because of... Um, Plans being cancelled. Everything's been cancelled. Um, we're in, living in the midst of a pandemic. And everything is getting cancelled. Except for things that aren't cancelled. But then sometimes you go to those things. And then at least later things being cancelled. That's okay. Um, as long as we try and take care of each other. And, and uh, avoid spreading this thing around. Is this a health and safety announcement? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think it's a very good one if it is. And surely you've heard better explanations of that from from more reputable sources. This is not your source for health and safety information. Unless it's for the health and safety of your mindfulness practice as it relates to Barsoom uh, specifically. Because I'm not taking responsibility for your wider mindfulness practice. Maybe you've got a very elaborate uh, routine of meditation that's working very well for you. Um, and then every now and then you're like, but this isn't really linked to the stories of Edgar Rice Burroughs. I, that's where I take full responsibility. Okay, it's on me. That part of it. And... Um, and here's what you need to do. You need to listen to me telling you the story of Jess Men of Mars, written by Edgar Rice Burroughs, all those years ago, but still with us through the miracle of writing. <coughs> Remember in uh, Civilization Two when you would uh, discover writing and it would unlock, I don't know, the library? <laughs> now that you've written things, you better put them somewhere. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, a lot of people are probably just trying to get tanks um, and you've still got to get other things before then, some metallurgy. Um, but writing certainly helped people to get tanks. And let's continue with the story. Um, okay, so they're trying to escape. Gahan and Tara and Gek wearing the body of Lud. Although I get, listen, it's Gek's body now. <laughs> he won it fair and square in a game I'll throw a knife into someone's head. There are... Oh, this is Gahan speaking. There are none to impede our progress, urged Gahan. So why tax the strength of the princess by needless haste? I fear not so much opposition ahead, for there are none there who know the thing that has been done in Lud's chambers this night. But the Caldene of one of the warriors who stood guard before Lud's apartment escaped, and you may count it a truth that he lost no time in seeking aid. That it did not come before we left is due solely to the rapidity with which events transpired. No, with which events transpired in the king's room. Long before we reach the tower, they will be upon us from behind, and that they will come 
in numbers far superior to ours, and with great and powerful right cause, I know well. Oh, wow. Okay, listen. Something unprecedented has happened. Firstly, that was a long speech from Gek, and we all love Gek. He's a, he's a, the favourite character to all the listeners of Mindful Moments of Mars. Um, at one point he said that it did not come before we left is due solely to the rapidity with which events transpired in the king's room. So that's what he said. And I tried to use a variation on... Oh, what's that guy called? Victor Borgia. Victor Borgia, the pianist and comedian, um, invented something called phonetic punctuation, where you can... Uh, uh, you can speak punctuation aloud by making sounds with your mouth. Um, it's very good, and I urge you to, <coughs> to listen to Victor Borgia explain that it's, it's on uh, YouTube. Um, so when, when Lud said, with which events transpired in the king's room, uh, the king King's has an asterisk on it. I don't know if Victor Borgia defined the sound for an asterisk, so I did kind of a, a sucking inhale for it because it looks like things falling into a sinkhole. That's that's what the asterisk symbol looks like in this moment to me. So why is there a, is there a, an asterisk on the word king? Uh, let's find out because there's a footnote. Um. I have used the word... Oh, okay, hang on. The, the footnote is attributed to JC, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take as John Carter. So um, let's read it as John Carter would speak it in his authentic... Car Carolina... Is he from Carolina? No, he's from Virginia. So I was going to do a Carolina accent. I have to carefully modulate that and create a, a Virginia accent. I have used, I say, I have used the word king in describing the rulers or chiefs of the Bantomium swarms. Since the word itself is unpronounceable, I say it's unpronounceable in English. Nor does Jed or Jeddak of the Red Martian tongue have quite the same meaning as the Bantomium word, which has practically the same significance. I say the same significance as the English word queen, as applied to a leader of a swarm of bees. So, John Carter there just explaining that the word king, in reference to Lud, is more similar to the word queen that we would use to refer to <coughs> a queen bee. Um, because Lud is the uh, parent of all of the people of Lud, that was explained a while ago. Um, I think he procreates by himself in a room. Um, that it's not it's not important right now. How far are we into this uh, audio experience? Probably long enough that we can <coughs> wrap it up, and um, because it is non-turbo week, you know, we're not in any hurry here. I can hear the wind outside. Oh, I'm being mindful. I can hear the wind outside. Because I'm indoors now. And the weather's a little bit stormy. And it's making me feel appreciative 
of the warmth of being inside a comfortable building. It's very thankful that I have these walls and, and roof, roof and, and floor underneath me, that I'm encased in a cube of warmth, um, like an ice cube, but one that's not cold, like a cube of liquid water, but I can breathe the liquid water because I'm a fish in a cube of water floating in space, but it's warm space because the space is made out of gravy. So it's gravy space with a cube of water inside it. <coughs> and I'm a fish. So mindfulness is all about paying attention to what's around you. Noting, noting what's around you, paying attention to the details, not getting distracted by fanciful notions, as I've just demonstrated. Okay, let's take a breath.